Welcome to the Trek Through the Scriptures podcast. In this week's sermon, The Song of Mary, we reflect on Luke chapter 1, verses 39 through 56, and hear how Mary's song is a song of praise, purpose, and promise for us. Join us as Pastor Tom Marsis again points us to the good news of Jesus Christ found in the story of God's birth. Hear the gospel reading according to St. Luke, the first chapter. In those days, Mary arose and went with haste into the hill country to a town in Judah, and she entered the house of Zechariah and greeted Elizabeth. And when Elizabeth heard the greeting of Mary, the baby leapt in her womb, and Elizabeth was filled with the Holy Spirit, and she exclaimed with a loud cry, Blessed are you among women, and blessed is the fruit of your womb. And why is this granted to me, that the mother of my Lord should come to me? For behold, when the sound of your greeting came to my ears, the baby in my womb leapt for joy. And blessed is she who believed that there would be a fulfillment of what was spoken to her from the Lord. And Mary said, My soul magnifies the Lord, and my spirit rejoices in God my Savior. For he has looked on the humble estate of his servant. For behold, from now on all generations will call me blessed. For he who is mighty has done great things for me, and holy is his name. And his mercy is for those who fear him. From generation to generation, he has shown strength with his arm. He has scattered the proud in the thoughts of their hearts. He has brought down the mighty from their thrones and exalted those of humble estate. He has filled the hungry with good things, and the rich he has sent away empty. He has helped his servant Israel in remembrance of his mercy, as he spoke to our fathers, to Abraham, and to his offspring forever. And Mary remained with her about three months and returned to her home. This is the Gospel of the Lord. Grace be unto you and peace from God our Father and from our Lord and Savior, Jesus Christ. Amen. The Song of Mary. If you're listening closely as the vicar read our gospel lesson for this morning, we heard the Song of Mary most often referred to as the Magnificat. We turn now most specifically to verses 46, 47, and 48, where we read these words. And Mary said, My soul magnifies the Lord, and my spirit rejoices in God my Savior. For he has looked on the humble estate of his servant. For behold, from now on, all generations will call me blessed. This is the word of the Lord. Music. It's a big part of the Christmas and Advent season. Indeed, the hosannas and the bells have been practicing for weeks, getting ready for our Christmas cantata. The children have been getting ready for our Christmas family event to sing praise to God. For the past several weeks and couple months, there's a local FM station here in Bismarck that's been playing only Christmas music. And isn't it interesting that Christmas music, whether it's in the secular world or in the church, for the most part revolves around that little baby in Bethlehem. Oh, I admit that there's uh, Christmas songs about that guy with the red suit and the reindeers and even the white stuff out on the lawn. But for the most part, the music during this season of the year revolves around the
the little baby born in Bethlehem. And so, yes, today we come together to sing the praise of the King of Kings born in Bethlehem, the King of Kings, who will come again in glory. But as we come together this morning, and we ask ourselves the question, what is Mary's song? If you listen very closely throughout it, we first and foremost find that Mary's song is a song of praise. And when you stop to think about it, that's rather interesting, because think about it for a moment. Here's this young girl, she's engaged to be married, but an angel comes to her and tells her first and foremost, you know what, you're going to have a baby. Baby not from Joseph, but a baby from the Holy Spirit. You're young, you're not married yet. The social norms of the day indeed sees that it's a problem, and you're thinking about how is it that I'm going to tell my parents, my fiancé, And yet, through it all, notice what Mary says. I am the servant of the Lord. May it be to me, as you have said. She's moved from what possibly could be the negative to instead a time of praise. She says, my soul glorifies the Lord, and my spirit rejoices in God my Savior. For the Mighty One has done great things. There's no shame. There's only a matter of faith where she gives praise to the God in heaven knowing that he is using her. And as we come together today, it's our faith, just like Mary, that makes us sing a song of praise to the King of Kings coming in the form of a little baby. That indeed God's promise would be fulfilled for her and for all people. Mary's song is also a song of purpose. You see, God had a plan, a plan that stretches all the way back from the very beginning of time, that he would indeed send a Savior to make right that relationship between us and God because of sin entering into the world. And while we may think that the song is about Mary and her relationship to God, it's not about Mary But instead, it's pointing at God's grace, his undeserved love, that even though we, sinful human beings, don't deserve it, God says, I love you with an undeserved love and promise to you and bring to you a Savior. And it's in that reality that Mary sings this song of praise. And we see it throughout the Old Testament that indeed Sarah was too old. Abraham was too old, and yet God promised them a son, and Isaac was born. And Hannah prayed again and again and again that she would have a baby, and ultimately God answered her prayers through Samuel. And Elizabeth and Zechariah in the New Testament, again, too old to have children, and yet God used and stepped out of the reality of this world. And John the Baptist was born. Indeed, God is able to work for his plan in his time. As the angel said to Mary earlier in the gospel, the Holy Spirit will come upon you and the power of the Most High will overshadow you. It's God's purpose, God's plan, working in and through that little young virgin in Israel. God has a plan 
He has a plan for you and me as well, saying that he is working in your life and my life to bring us the ultimate salvation. A plan that's seen as she is pregnant and John the Baptist, even while he is in his mother's womb, he leaps for joy at knowing that he is in the presence of God and his plan for salvation. And of course, we know that Mary's song is a song of promise. Indeed, a song of promise that is initiated in our lives. And notice, it's rather interesting here. If you go back to the original language, it's the aorist tense. And I'm not going to claim to be the greatest of Greek scholars, but the aorist tense means it's an action in the past that continues on in the future. So the past action of God is continuing on in the future. Notice, and blessed is she who believed that there would be a fulfillment of what was spoken to her from God. God started the action in the past, and he continues on even today, fulfilling it in your life and in my life. And notice, Mary says, God said it, she believed it, and that settles it. There's no hesitation, there's no, let me think about this. She steps up and says, God said it, and so it is. And it's rather interesting that God comes into our world and even though we think we know what the norms of the world, he turns it upside down and says even though it seems impossible that this young virgin would give birth to a child, yet by the power of the Holy Spirit, Mary would give birth to the very Son of God. Mary says he has helped his servant Israel in remembrance of his mercy as he spoke to our fathers, to Abraham, and to his offspring forever. What a song of praise. As we sing the praise of God, as we heard the hosannas and the bells, lift up the music of praise to God for his glorious promise, a promise that was fulfilled in Mary, a promise that impacts us, a promise that connects Christmas to Easter, and the forgiveness of our sins and the promise of life everlasting. So this morning, my friends, are you singing? Are you giving praise? Are you celebrating? Because indeed, God has fulfilled his promises. We sing. We give praise because God has fulfilled his promise in the form of the little baby in Bethlehem that indeed in him we would have the hope and assurance of life everlasting. Amen. And now may the peace of God which passes all human understanding Keep your hearts and minds in Christ Jesus unto life everlasting. Amen. Thank you for listening to this week's sermon on our trek through the scriptures. This podcast is a ministry of Zion Lutheran Church in Bismarck, North Dakota. To contact us, learn more, or for more resources on the journey, please visit ZionBismarck.org or find us on Facebook, Instagram, Twitter, or YouTube. Check out our weekly podcast discussion of the upcoming readings, which can be found on our website or on other platforms where podcasts are found. This podcast was made possible by a grant from the Lutheran Church Extension Fund. We thank them for their support. Thank you for listening. Join us again next week as we continue our exploration of God's story as it points us ever toward the good news of Jesus Christ. Have a great week.